Oh, yeah. You know what time it is. That's right. It's time for the Eddie and Webby Podcast. Yo, I'm going to bust out some theme song action for you. Check it out. The Eddie and Webby Show is the place to be. They're talking about beer and pickleball and technology. So if you didn't know, now you know. Because it's time for the Eddie and Webby Show. On today's episode, Eddie and Webby party like it's 1999. This is the Eddie and Webby Podcast. Okay, guys, look. We have a new addition to add to the family here. Now, just because the, he's bronze and you guys are all gold and silver, it doesn't mean we care about him any less, all right? Oh, hey, how's it going? This is Webby, not Eddie. And I'm Eddie, and this is our 47th podcast. Oh, yeah, episode number 47. And this is a very special episode because not only are we going to have two great guests, we're also going to be debuting our brand new original song and music video later during the episode as well. Can you believe that? Yes, I can't believe it. This is going to be awesome. Uh, guys, we're live. We're live on Facebook. We're live on YouTube. And we're live on Twitch. And what that means is that this is meant to be interactive. So if you have comments, you have questions for our guests tonight, go ahead and throw them in the chat. And uh, we will definitely be bringing it up to them. Right, Webby? Oh, yeah. We love to interact, so definitely send us your questions, your comments, whatever you want to send us, and uh, we just might ask it live on the air. That's right. Also, right after the, uh, the podcast is over, we're going to be taking the show down and coming right back up with Dinking Around with Eddie and Webby, and you, yes, you, might be able to jump on live with us. Uh, since it is a little bit of a late start here, and I usually go to bed around like nine or so, <laughs> Uh, yeah. we, we might not go that late tonight, but, uh, <laughs> as long as you have smartphone or laptop, good internet connection, headphones with a mic, if you're interested, reach out to us because, uh, you might be able to come on, right? That is correct. Yeah. Baby, I got to tell you, it's weird. This is the first time we've done a podcast in our original setup in quite a while. The last yeah. few ones we've done, it's been uh, remotely and it's, it's uh, actually feels a little weird right now. Yeah, it's been a very long time since we've done this in this format and in this setting. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, not going to lie, it feels very weird. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we have some awesome guests we're going to be bringing you guys tonight. But before we get into any of that, Webby, what's going on in Twitter? Ah, yes, Twitter. I feel like I haven't even checked Twitter in ages, but uh, let's go ahead and check the Twitter sphere, see what kind of messages we got going on there. Uh, here is a Twitter message from Marky Mark and the Brady Bunch. They say, Eddie and Webby did an amazing job with live streaming, commentary, and podcasting at the Beer City Open. Keep up the great work, guys. Oh, nice. Thank you. Yeah, that's nice, Marky Mark. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah, much appreciated. Uh, here's another tweet here from Dink Van Dyke. Eddie and Webby did great against Kyle Yates in their two versus one match. Oh, wait. No, they didn't. They sucked big time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, um, I mean, our goal was to get one point. We scored four. I still feel like that's pretty good. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I mean, so it, it depends on like your, your outlook and how the, <laughs> uh, the outcome was. I mean, yeah, we didn't score any points the first game. That doesn't sound that good, yeah. but we scored four points against 
Kyle friggin Yates, man. That's I think that's pretty awesome. That's right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, thanks for the uh, thanks for the message, Dink Van Dyke. Uh, let's do one more Twitter message. Here's one from Brad's Pit Stains. <laughs> um, Eddie and Webby, you guys are decent at live streaming, but you absolutely suck at playing pickleball. Ooh. You should probably hang up your paddles and stay behind the microphones. <laughs> Ouch, man. Two, two ones that really like dig into us here. Jeez. Man, everybody is brutal tonight. That's right. But, but, uh, yeah, that's going to that's gonna do it for the Twitter sphere. Thank you, everybody, for the feedback, even though it's not always <laughs> that nice. Yeah, that's that's mean, but hey, what are you going to do, you know? Yeah. Well, um, Webby, what else is going on? Uh, I, I know we have some guests that we want to bring on here, but isn't there a show happening starting tonight at 9 p.m.? Oh, man, yes. A couple of friends of ours actually have a brand new show that's debuting tonight, and... Uh, I think it's something that everybody should definitely check out when they get a chance. It is called the No Smoke Pickleball Show with Lauren McLaughlin or <laughs> Laura McLaughlin and Kyle Selenko. I hate <laughs> I, I really think it's saying names. I hate saying names on the air. Uh, I always butcher them. But anyways, yeah, look for the No Smoke Pickleball Show with Lauren and Kyle. And uh, that should be a great time. And uh, friends of ours, friends of the show. So definitely check that out. Yes, I'm excited to check it out here. Uh, it's gonna be a good show, but our show is gonna be good too. Yes, we got so much great stuff in store for you guys tonight, and uh, I don't know about you, I think we should just get right to our guests. What do you I, think about that? I think we should too. Oh man, I, I am super excited because I've been wanting to talk with today's guests for quite a while now. They both burst their way into the pickleball scene together in a very big way last year, and they've won numerous gold medals in open pro divisions throughout the country and have captured the attention of the pickleball world in the process. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a huge honor to introduce to the show the mother and daughter duo of Lee and Anna Lee Waters. Thank you very much for joining us. How's it going? Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be on the show. Nice. Yeah, we are both very excited to have you guys. Can't wait to get started. And uh, I say we get right into it. Uh, I always like to start off with a hard-hitting question that our guests have never been asked during an interview before. So, Lee, I'll start with you. How did you first get into pickleball? Pickleball? What? what? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Pickleball uh, anthem okay. reference. I love it. <laughs> uh-huh, of course. We had to start strong, you know. Um, so, uh, about two years ago, Hurricane Irma came through Florida and we evacuated to Pennsylvania, which is where I'm from. And my dad still has uh, a place up there. So we get up to Pennsylvania and we're like, dad, what, what do you want to do? And he said, let's go play pickleball. And we were like, pickleball? What the heck is pickleball? <laughs> so um, it turned out that we had no electric for two weeks. So we stayed in Pennsylvania for two weeks and did nothing but play pickleball morning noon and night and of course we were hooked after day one and so uh as soon as we got back to delray beach we found our local courts and uh, the rest is history nice so you both started at the exact same time then exact yeah. same minute and i think i was better than her when i started so that's that's personal <laughs> oh <part>. man <laughs> awesome back talk already started <laughs> 
That's awesome. So what, what were your initial thoughts on the game when you first started playing it? Like, did you immediately see, see yourselves becoming professional pickleball players traveling <laughs> all across the country to do tournaments? <laughs> well, when we first started, it was just for fun. You know, it was something to do while we were up there. And then when we came back and we saw how big the sport was, that's when we started playing. Like playing the Delray tournament was our first tournament ever. And then from there, we just skyrocketed to like a tournament like every month. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we knew the possibilities when we first started, so it just sort of was like a fun thing to do in our free time. And then, you know, obviously the more we got into the sport, we started realizing how competitive it was and what a high level you could play. And I think we just sort of were determined to try to get as, you know, as competitive as we as possible. Nice. So not counting tournaments, how often would you say you both play pickleball on any given week? Handily. Well, I play like once or twice a week, depending on what I have. I play a little bit more often. I probably play four times a week. Um, but Annalie's so busy with her three sports that we kind of have to dedicate time to each sport. So uh, pickleball because most people are playing it at night around here. Um, that's the same time as her soccer practice, which is almost every single night. So, so we have to work in pickleball for her, um, for sure. Gotcha. So, Annalie, are, you're, are you telling me that you're as good as you are and you only play once or twice a week? I don't believe that. <laughs> is, that is that true? That's true. I think she played pickleball in her last life, because it's just like, it just... <laughs> I don't know. It's bizarre how it just comes seems to come natural to her. Um, and like, she just gets it. She gets the strategy. She, uh, she taught me how to hit the two handed backhand. She just, like, it's, it's uncanny and she's only 12. So I can't that's crazy. imagine. I know it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. That, that's awesome. That is very impressive. Very, that's, that's great stuff right there. Thank you. <laughs> Um, Next so year, if you're Lee, you'll have to play her. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go, Eddie. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right, well, challenge accepted. We got it right here, folks. <laughs> Mark your calendars. <laughs> um, but Lee, are, are you like a lot of other pro pickleball players? Do you have a background in tennis or any other sports like that? Absolutely. Um, I played tennis, junior tennis. Uh, since I was probably 10 years old and um, ended up at University of South Carolina, full scholarship, uh, D1 tennis player for four years. So yes, I had a strong tennis tennis background and it's definitely helped me with, with my pickleball game. As Annalise started playing tennis when she was eight. eight. Yep. And I think, you know, obviously that's helped her with her game as well. Very nice. Uh, so, Anna Lee, you guys were saying that you there are three sports that you do. So we know there's pickleball, we know there's soccer. What's the third sport? Tennis. Okay. Tennis yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so, what do you like better, tennis or pickleball? Now, can you answer that, or is that too pickleball. hard of a question to answer? <laughs> pickleball. Okay. No pickleball. hesitation. I love it. That's great. Nice. I get to travel around the country and play professional pickleball. What What else can you ask for, right? <laughs> Right? Oh, I mean, yeah, that's, that's so cool. That's so awesome. I definitely, yeah, I love the fact that you get to do that. And, uh, and it, it seems to be the case with a lot of people that we have on, people that have a tennis background. Once pickleball enters their life, tennis just keeps getting uh, pushed back a little further and further. 
Yeah, but it's awesome because even though she's not competing in tennis right now, um, she's continuing to play, and they're both they both help each other. So the better she, I get at tennis, the better I'm going to get at pickleball. Yeah, and you know, if she were to decide next year that she wanted to compete in tennis, she could she could do that. So you know, we're just we just want to kind of keep the doors open and see what happens. Let her play as many sports as she can because they're all helping. Even you know, soccer helps as well. I mean, they're all helping each other and helping her develop as an overall athlete. And um, so we're just going to play as many sports as we can for as long as we can. Nice, very cool. Um, so, Annalie, is it true that uh, in regards to soccer, did you uh, recently travel to Spain this year? Is that what I heard? Or you're going to travel there? No, so I'm going to Spain playing on the U.S. team for my age, and we're going to play other countries in Spain for a week. Wow. Man. Yeah, is, I'm excited. That's pretty incredible. That's awesome. All the, all the traveling you get to do, very cool. Very cool stuff. I mean, so our I mean, travel uh, schedule. Go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say our travel schedule between now and Christmas is insane. I mean, I, just thinking about it makes me extremely tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Eddie, what's going on on the social media there? Well, I got to tell you, there's a lot of comments and questions coming in. Um, so you talked about your travel schedule being absolutely crazy. I can't even imagine what that's like for you guys. Uh, a, a question kind of along with that was, you know, how many hours do you guys drill a week currently? And I, I think this is more just drilling instead of playing. Instead of playing. Mm -hmm. Well, to be honest, we used to not drill at all. like at all. We just like get there and we'd warm up for five minutes and then play. Yeah. Like probably the first year of, of our pickleball life. We didn't. Even all we did, all we wanted to do was, was play. We, yeah. yeah, we were like, drill. What's that? <laughs> Why do you need to do that? We don't need to drill. And now we we definitely see the benefit of drilling. Um, so probably, what do we drill a week? We're probably still only drilling like two hours a week. Yeah. Just because, like I said, Annalie has very limited time. So, um, so when I drill with her during the week. Just try it's, it's, yeah, we try to work it in like right before soccer practice. We're lucky we have a couple courts right here in our development. So we, we run down, drill, you know, for 45 minutes and, and come then come back, get ready for soccer. Yeah. Go to soccer. Yeah. So, and actually lately, Annalise probably been doing more drilling than actual playing because her yeah. schedule has been so crazy. Um, but the drilling, I think, at this, at the level that we're playing at right now is really, really important. You know, we're really trying to develop some new shots and become more consistent um, in some other, and you know, some of our other strokes. So right now we're really trying to drill, especially right before TOC, trying to be at the top of our game. It, this is my own personal question, but if you were to give a percentage of drilling versus playing a recommended percentage you know for people who are trying to step up their game what would that be 50 50 75 25 like what do you think um here's the thing i guess it depends what your end goal is you know because because drilling is not as much fun obviously as going right. out and, and playing a rec game so if if you're just looking to just you know i just want to have a lot of fun 
I, yeah, I don't want to sit there and drill when I during my free time. Then that's that's what you should do. Um, otherwise, I mean, I think a good a good fifty fifty. Um, if you're looking to really improve, a good fifty fifty drill to playing. I also I I say if you don't have a lot of time to spend drilling, use some of your rec play time. Um, in place of drilling. So like work on things in your rec play. Don't worry so much about winning or losing. Work on, um, you know, new shots or, you know, I, I really need to work on getting to the kitchen and dinking. And so just, you know, that day in rec play, instead of trying to win, just work on getting to the net and dinking a lot, you know, so have a purpose in your rec play instead of worrying about winning or losing. Of course, you'll have to find a partner who's okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but that's kind of what we did in the beginning. We, um, Annalie and I, when we didn't have much time to drill, and we would just work on things during our rec game. So, you know, you have some options, but if you can get out there and drill for an hour and then, you know, go play an hour, I think that would be awesome. Nice. Okay. I, and I love that approach to the, the idea that you had of testing out things during rec play because I'm sure there's a lot of people people out there like myself that do not have a lot of free time to even try playing pickleball. So exactly. a, lot of times, a lot of times I don't feel like spending all my li limited time doing drilling. Right. But like you said, if I spend time during rec play, experimenting, trying new things, that's, that's a, a great idea, a great suggestion. Exactly, exactly, for sure. And I think, you know, the more serious tournament players are the ones that are going to spend 50, 50. Yeah, the time drilling. I mean, if, if you're just out having a good time, you know, just go out and play a bunch of games and have fun with your friends and enjoy the game. For sure. I like that. Uh, we have one more question here. This is from Ian Moss, and this is actually in regards to drilling. He wants me to ask you guys, what drills do you work on? He saw them during a drill or doing a drill before Annalise single match singles match at Beer City Open. Well, drills, if you're doing singles, drills are different in singles than they would be in doubles. So it really depends on what you're working on. So like in singles, you would do angle shots, maybe a couple drop shots, work on moving to the kitchen after you've hit your third shot and covering the court. Whereas in doubles, you would be working on getting to the kitchen and dinking and the fast volleys and your third shots. Yeah, I definitely think that there are single strategy is a lot different from your double strategy and I'm not crazy enough to play singles. So I just get to run <laughs> through, the, through the single drills. Sure. But, um, but as far as our doubles drills, I mean, Annalie and I work a lot on um, fast paced, like she said, like fast paced uh, volleys at the, at the net, um, working on being aggressive from the kitchen because that's our game. And um, so we spend a lot of time trying to speed up the ball and reacting to it. Nice. Well, that's it for our questions right now on social media. We're going to play right, more, though. Great questions there. Thanks, everybody. Keep them coming. Uh, so I got a question for both of you. Uh, what do you each like to do for fun when you're not playing pickleball? Soccer. or <laughs> Soccer and then school, of course, which is not fun at all. <laughs> I was going to say school is what you said you do for fun. No. Um, we binge watch the arrow. Or the Flash. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> Very nice. We've been spending a lot of time in the airport and on airplanes. So Netflix has been our friend. 
not our oh, friend, I bet. best friend. Our best friend. <laughs> and so, um, so Anna Lee like is a big Avengers fan and that sort of genre. So we found these CW shows called The Flash and The Arrow. And there's how many seasons so far of each? There's like seven eight, or eight. There's getting ready to be an eighth season of The Arrow, and there's getting ready to be a sixth season of The Flash. And we've already seen all five seasons of The Flash, and we're on season seven. No, six. Six, six of, the of The Arrow. Nice. <laughs> we shouldn't Very be cool. admitting I, this, I, though. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I do love it. I do love a good uh, comic book uh, TV show. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, so you might have touched on this a little bit earlier, but w- what was the first big tournament that you guys played in together, and how did that turn out for you? The U.S. Open. No, that we age. played in together. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're age. right. The first right. U.S. Open we ever played in age together, and we won bronze, which was our big... Yeah, we were... Because it was... What we started September 2017, and so this was April 2018. Yes. So it was our first U.S. Open experience. We had no idea what to expect, and we had never played in a tournament together as a team. And so we entered the the 19 plus age, and we won the bronze. And we were like, we had no expectations, so we were absolutely, we were so excited. I remember and that. She she played with a mixed partner in the. 19 plus bronze aged together and they won bronze also when they won he like jumped into her arms and they were all like <laughs> <laughs> but then after that um the first pro tournament that we played in together was the texas open um and we came away with silver in the pro division and that was kind of and that was against uh sarah ansbury and, and lucy kovalova and um that, that we, was we took them to three we lost to them in the main draw, and then when we met them again in the finals, we lost to them in three games, um, like 11, 8, and the third or something. And that's when I knew that Anna Lee could handle herself in, in the pros. And um, that's when we started talking about playing together, playing together the next year. And, um, and so that's what we've done, and we've, we've had great results. And... We haven't gotten too mad at each other yet. In rec yeah. games, we tear each other up. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so next year, we're also, we're 2020, we're going to, we have plans to play together as well. So we're excited. Awesome. I'm going to play Very with her cool. as long as she'll play with me. <laughs> so, Annalie, how old were you in the, uh, the 2018 U.S. Open? I was 11 then. But when I started okay. playing, I was 10 getting ready to turn wow she's a january birthday so okay very nice so the uh the first tournament that i really heard about you guys playing as a team it was the uh the florida grand slam tournament and uh Mm -hmm. i just remember like you guys made like you just you uh really broke through and i feel like just you took the the pickleball world by storm after that tournament because uh it was i believe it was simone and corinne that you guys played against is that right that's right. Yep. We, um, we lost to them in the main draw in three, yep, three. in three games. And we had to fight through the back draw. And then we met them in the finals. And we won the two out of three. I don't remember if it was three or two. I think we won in two, but I'm, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. And then we won the game to 15. And that yeah, that, that was we def- awesome. we had that was another one we had no expectations yeah. to to come away with that win was unbelievable and it gave us a lot of confidence 
um, moving forward as well. And the ice cream after that was pretty good too. (laughs) (laughs) Ice cream was pretty good too. Nice. She relates everything to food. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I anybody. (laughs) I base I I, like I base my decision on how good a tournament is based on the ice cream that you get afterwards. So that's (laughs) good to know they they had good ice cream there. That's awesome. (laughs) But uh, so was was that before? Was that before or after the the 2018 U.S. Open? That was after. after. That okay. was January of twenty of this year. That was uh, February, February, February yeah. of this year. Okay, gotcha. So that was the yeah. third time, the third tournament that we played together. And then yeah, I, just, I think we've played since then. We've played two, Atlanta, Atlanta, Chicago, and Beer City. Beer City. So three more after that. Nice. And uh, speaking of the Beer City, that's uh, that's where I had the pleasure of meeting you two in person for the first time and getting to see you two play in person. And man, that that was an awesome experience, um, especially watching you two play. Because I, I kid you not, uh, the matches that I saw that you guys were in were by far the best matches I watched that entire weekend. And there, there were amazing Aww. matches that whole entire yeah. tournament. But I like the the most memorable volleys that I personally remember seeing were matches that that you two were in, um, and yeah, that was great. And again, so, uh, classic matches against Simone and Corinne. Um, I've got yes, uh, twice, I've twice, got, no, three, <laughs> right? basically three, yeah, pretty much <laughs> three again. We lost sixteen uh, fourteen in the game to fifteen in the final, so it couldn't have been any closer than that. Yeah, I just remember that like that was like that was the main event of uh of the day and yeah it couldn't have been any more intense going to the uh the third game there the game to the 15 and it was neck and neck the entire time man it was uh definitely the coolest experience i've had so far as far as tournaments going as far as tournament goes thanks uh it was it was awesome you guys were very nice very nice to to meet in person and just yeah that, that whole experience was great was was that your first beer city open that yes. was our first. Yeah, and we, okay. we, we really enjoyed it, too. Yeah. We're, we're definitely going back next year. Um, nice. Now there, after that, I had a chocolate lava cake. So. <laughs> oh, nice. Chocolate there we go. Chocolate lava cake after <laughs> that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I remember uh... <laughs> We went to Chicago yeah. straight from Beer City, and they had a homemade ice cream chain there called uh, Oberweiss. Oberweiss, and we every night, night we yeah. went to a different Oberweiss. <laughs> For ice cream. Awesome. Must have been why we lost. We ate too much yeah, ice cream. Yeah, we were, on that we were too bloated the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Beer City Open that will always hold a, a very special place in the hearts of Eddie and Webby. That was the first time we had ever done a tournament together. Um, that was Eddie's first tournament ever. It was only my second tournament oh, ever. Cool. But only, only my first time ever doing uh, like a doubles tournament. The, my first tournament ever was a round robin where I like alternated partners every single time. Um, so that was a real fun, good first tournament, but like the first uh-huh. real big and first team tournament I ever did was Beer City Open last year. So, yeah. So we, are you guys going to try to do more tournaments? Yeah, we we try to do at least a couple a year. With him living down in Florida and me in Michigan, we don't get a chance to do a, a whole lot of tournaments together. Uh, but mm-hmm. Beer City Open is one that we definitely plan on doing every year. I like to try to go is down to Florida. Because, at, is that, that because the word beer? Is that because the word beer? Is in the title. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that that is that's the main reason we signed up for that tournament last year. We we knew nothing about it. We were both very new to the sport. We were like, oh man, this 
this uh, tournament, it's called the Beer City Open. It's in Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids has tons of great breweries that we love. Let's do this tournament. So that that was yep. that seriously was the driving factor for I us doing it. that tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we we've talked about this numerous times, but it, we just we kick ourselves that like we were in the presence of tons of great pickleball pros last year, and we had no idea. Just we were so new to the sport, we didn't know who any of the pros were. And uh, yeah. so this year, this year we went all out and enjoyed every single second of it. And yeah, it was, it was awesome. I know. And it's amazing how like with each tournament, there are more and more new, new pros and everybody's getting better. And the game is just the level of the game is rising. just rising with, with each tournament. So it's, it's crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, also speaking of the beer city open, there was actually a new story that, came out in uh, i believe it was the local grand rapids news and i believe we actually have that video clip in question and eddie if you're ready i would say roll the clip the 2019 beer city open pickleball championships is underway in grand rapids Alyssa heron live at belknap park after talking with what's believed to be one of the tournament's youngest players hey Alyssa. Hey, good morning. All right, I'm going to put my skills to the test once more. Oh, we're going to keep practicing, but if you're looking for something to do this morning, you can come on out here starting at 7.30. That's when this is all kicking off. You can take a look. Organizers are already setting up right now, getting ready for that. There's going to be 482 players out here today from 32 states and more than 20 from Canada, all ranging in the ages from 12 years old to 78 years old. So mother-daughter duo Leah Waters and her 12 year old daughter Anna Lee will be competing in the Beer City Open, which runs through Sunday. Anna Lee will likely be the this. youngest player she taking didn't. part in the championship games this weekend, and she's been playing pickleball for the last two years and says, Wait a second, who's that? Being able to get Child, mom. <laughs> well, being 12 and getting to play professional is also like great, and I get to play with adults that are like 20 to like 40, so, and they don't like, on the court, it's like I'm like the exact same age as them. So that's really cool too. <laughs> and there is a $16,000 prize money up for grabs, bringing some of the best pickleball players from around the world. That tournament runs through Sunday here at Belknap Park, and people can come and watch no charge once again. Of course, if you want to come and check it out but you can't make it, you can still follow along at grpickleball.com. So be sure to check that out. We have all these details on our website, fox17online.com. But, Mike, Nicole, back to you guys. All right, that was a very that cool was news awesome. story. Yeah, that's a long... Yeah, long we saw like, yeah. a little clip of Anna Lee, but we didn't see that whole thing. That was neat. You guys were on there for like a second there. I saw Yeah. That. Yeah, yep. they had a little Kyle, clip of right? us uh, playing against Kyle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's when nice. we were like really dominating in that game too. So they used a really good clip. <laughs> it looked like we were, we had him sweating there. <laughs> yes, that was fun. That and, was a fun and I apologize. I apologize because I think I've been saying your name name wrong. So your name is Leah. Is that right? That's what they said in the no. news story. Leah. <laughs> they were wrong. Yeah. There was another news. You don't. You don't even. I mean, you can't even imagine. No. Wherever we go, Leah, Our, Leah. Nobody can say our names. So. When someone asks you, just like Anna, just go with it. Yeah, just call her Anna or AL because <laughs> yeah. nobody, nobody understands. Someone said I was Anna Lee Walters. It's <laughs> 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 like the easiest last name ever. And then somehow figure out how to butcher it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. AL Walters, I like it. <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. So, Eddie, anything going on in the social media? I got to tell you guys, you guys are drawing in a great social media uh, response today. A lot of questions and comments coming in here. So, uh, for all of you guys that are putting comments, I, we're not going to be able to get to all of them, but please keep throwing them there. I'll, I'll do my best at, at getting these questions over. But here's one from our good friend, Michelle Esquivel. She says, Ooh. Yeah. Hey. She says, Hey, guys. What do you guys, or who do you guys admire, look up to most in the pickleball community? Oh, oh gosh. Michelle, that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. You go first. Gosh, who do we look up to and admire most? Well, I got one. Okay, you go. Neil Pop. <laughs> Neil Pop. <laughs> that's her grandfather. Okay. Oh, nice. All right. And is that because he taught us how to play? Yeah. It is true. If he hadn't taught us how to play, we would not be playing. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. His, his name's not Neil Pop. It's Teddy Bear. That's what we're trying to... <laughs> we're trying to get that yeah, to catch on. Yeah, we're trying on. to get that to catch on. <laughs> he plays in the 70-plus, right? Mm -hmm. In tournaments. So right. that's who you pick? Yeah, that's who I pick. Oh, gosh. There's so many people. I mean, you got to admire Simone. I mean, she has won everything a million times over and is still she and i are some of the oldest women in the the pros right now we're both i think she's 40 i think she just turned 40 i just turned 40 in may and um she's still at the top of the game and still you know winning gold medals and still playing singles which is like i said insane um so i guess i picked simone Two, two great picks there. I would, uh, yeah, I would very agree great with that as well. Yeah, I, I think you aged Simone a little bit. I think she has a birthday coming up. I don't, I don't think she's forty. Okay, she yet, okay. Though, I but. know we're, I know we're close because yeah. we've talked about it, and I know yeah. that I definitely be her because I turned forty in May, and I tried to, uh, I tried to skip my birthday this year. Yeah. I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to believe it. I was like, nope. <laughs> we just skip it it didn't happen yeah right <laughs> just skip gloss right over it you don't even have to celebrate it exactly yeah. well cool well good good answers there um i have another question here from johanna coin coin a i'm gonna i butchered that um and actually webby this is something that we were trying to get out of curtis at yes. the beer city open uh -oh. And this is any hints about developments in Paddle Tech Paddles coming up. I know there's something big coming this fall and, and nobody's leaking it. I'm going to keep my mouth closed because yeah. I don't want to be like one of those people on the internet that like spoilers for four minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, so does that mean you do know? So you do know, All huh? All we can say is big things are coming. Big things are coming. Hmm. Paddle Tech is going to change the game once again. But you're going to have oh, to wait man. until... October 1st, I believe. Okay. So, stay, stay, I think it's September 30th September. or October 1st. Big th big things are coming. You're going to have to stay tuned. We we tried bribery. We <laughs> not tried. The yep. Not the we, answer you wanted, I'm sure. We, we've tried bribery, blackmail, everything you could think of with our Paddle Tech friends, and none of them will... Uh, <laughs> We'll release it to us. So, um, all right, we have oh, one yeah, more, one more question here. This is is from that Jay, Jay Gordon? Gordon? Yeah. Oh, rip it, Jay, rip it. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, <laughs> Jay says, ask them if they think they have changed the way women's pickleball is played. Ooh, great question. 
I don't know if we can say that we've changed it, but I one thing that I can definitely say is that when we started playing, everyone told us that we couldn't continue to play the way that we played and and play at the you know play at the top level, and we sort of just refused to change our game. I mean, we did get a little bit more consistent, you know, at the at the kitchen with the dinks and the drops and stuff, but. Um, for the most part, our game is to be aggressive and to hit hard, and we kind of stayed true to ourselves in that respect. And I think I think there's a lot of hard hitting going on in the women's game right now. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not going to take credit for that, obviously, but I mean, I I I don't think anybody at this point can say you can't hit hard and be a top player. All right, and I I do remember after the uh, the Florida Grand Slam uh, when you guys won big there. I do remember a lot of discussions starting on the pickleball forum and different places about because uh, the, there's always the debate between dinkers and bangers and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, and driving uh, uh, versus the, dropping. Yeah, and uh, the 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 bangers, the people on the banger side were loving uh, the fact that you guys won <laughs> because you definitely played aggressive. So <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Well, I think I definitely think um, that more people are driving the ball. You, you know, it used to be that the third shot was sort of you had to drop it. I think that was the case for a long time. And mm-hmm. I think now we really are seeing that to mix it up is is a great strategy. Um, oh, yeah. And that's sort of that's sort of what we do. I mean, we might drive a little bit higher percentage than than drops, but um but we are mixing it up, and you know the drive is is our favorite shot. So that's definitely not something that you're going to see us let go of <laughs> anytime soon. Yeah, stick with it. I definitely say stick with it. We uh, Eddie and I at the beginning when we were very new to the sport, um, I think the people that kind of trained us or that we played with were a little more on the uh, the slow game side. So yeah, for a while we were anti banger. <clears throat> I know a lot of people don't like the term banger, but like, uh, but we've both definitely grown and we know, like, like you said, having, being able to mix it up, being a little, being mm-hmm. able to play aggressive when you need to slow it down when you need to, that's, that's the way to go for sure. Yeah. And the idea really, I mean, if you can know when to take the aggressive shot, if, you know, I think that's the biggest thing is making the right decision at the right time. I mean, there's, there's a time and a place for a drive or a hard aggressive shot from the kitchen, and there's a time and place for a dink and a drop. And it's just knowing when to take those shots. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so I want to kind of switch gears a little bit here. There is a video clip I want to play. You guys did an interview with Scott Golden earlier this year. Yes. And yes. there were a couple things that were discussed during that interview that I thought were, were very interesting. And Eddie, uh, I'd say go ahead and roll that clip when you get a moment. Hey! So Webster says, does AL have many friends her age that like to play pickleball also? As far as like your everyday friends around here, they don't, they, they don't even know really what it is, but we're spreading the knowledge. But. So this says, tell your friends to watch the pickleball anthem rap song on YouTube. They'll want to play instantly. Well, Annalie has a rapping talent. Uh-oh. <laughs> this, like, leads perfectly into Annalise rapping talent. Okay, so here's what we're going to do, guys. If Webby can come to the U.S. Open, I don't know if he's coming, but if he does, we're going to do a live stream 
uh, impromptu rap session with Webby <laughs> and Annalise. <laughs> and, and I'm going to introduce you as the rapping ripper. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> did, you see right, how, did you see how young I looked there? I wasn't 40 there yet. <laughs> that one year makes a huge difference, Mom. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought that was that. a great I little remember, segment. I yeah, I thought that was a great that little a segment great there. Unfortunately, I did not make it to the U.S. Open, so I did not get to meet the rapping ripper at that time. Um, but something pretty interesting happened recently. Uh, Eddie and I actually recorded a brand new hip-hop song. And uh, we, uh, we had a nice little collaboration in that song. And I say we should just uh, maybe go ahead and debut the video now. What do you think, Eddie? You think, you think now is a good time to do this? I say we do it. Do All it, right. Do so it. without further ado, I feel like I need to be like Carson Daly and it's like world premiere uh, music video time. So <laughs> and now the world debut of the new music video from Eddie and Webby featuring Annalie Waters. That's right. This is what we call pickleball for life. Roll it. Pickleball. What? Pickleball. What? stressful day and my boss is a jerk i already wanna bang my head on the wall man forget this i'd rather go play some pickleball i think i'll call in sick and go to the pickleball courts that would be much better than typing up reports i've got the pickleball bug there's just no denying it pickleball therapy is the only known cure for it i'ma play this game till the day i die cause it's pickleball for life Pickleball for life. Pick, pick, pickleball for life. Pick, pick, pickleball for life. Yo, cause pickleball is life. I could do some laundry or go cut the grass. But my brain says no, I should dig and smash some pickleballs up and down the court. Don't deny yourself of it, life is way too short. You know that pickleball is life's greatest blessing. If I go a day without it, I'll be straight up stressing. My worst nightmare is a life without pickleball. One time I took a week off and my body went into it. I'ma play this game till the day I die. Cause it's pickleball for life. Pick, pick, pickleball for life. What? Pick, pick, pickleball for life. Yeah. Pickleball for life, cause pickleball is life. It's the best sport in the world, and that's a fact. If you disagree, boy, you might get smacked. It's a great way to bond for both mothers and daughters. Don't take my word for it, ask Anna Lee Waters. This is Anna Lee, and I'm a pickleball junkie. The addiction is real, yo, and that ain't funny. I tear it up on the court, yeah, I'm courageous and bold. And the best part is I'm only 12 years old. Should I read a book? Nah, I'm a 
play pickleball. Should I do yard work? Nah, I'ma play pickleball. Maybe buy some groceries. No man, I'ma play pickleball. All I need is pickleball. Eat, sleep, and breathe pickleball. I'ma play this game till the day I die. Cause it's pickleball for life. Pick, pick, pickleball for life. Pick, pick, pickleball for life. Oh man, thank you very much, Annalie, so cool. for uh, for participating yeah. in that. That was so much fun to work on. It uh, definitely wouldn't have been the same without your contribution. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. All the cameos. Yeah, all the cameos were so funny. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, another thing that uh, I was able to do at the Beer City Open because I was in the presence of all the all these pros. I was like, "Hey, do you want to be in the music video? Do you want to be in the music video?" And luckily, everybody <laughs> was. Uh, more than willing to to contribute to it so thank you to everybody that uh added to the video can't thank you enough and uh yeah super fun to work on that was our first original song since pickleball anthem so i we felt it was it was time to <laughs> bring another pickleball hip-hop song into this world <laughs> you did a very good job it was much needed <laughs> oh thank you thank you um but yeah that I thought when that interview you did with Scott Golden, like that, that was hilarious. You did the, uh, the rap of the, uh, the Hamilton song. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, when I knew I was, was not going to be able to make it to the, to the U.S. Open, I was like, oh, man, that would have been so great. And then, uh, <laughs> but then I, like eventually when I started uh, writing the, the, the new song, Pickleball for Life, I was like, man, this, if, uh, if Anna Lee is interested in, in having a part in this, like that would be incredible. And uh, yeah, I, I, thought it uh she goes great around singing with your, your original or your original yeah. anthem yeah. i like memorized half of it yesterday oh nice very that's nice that's why we had to throw that pickleball what yeah. in the very beginning that's <laughs> all we've i've been hearing her say for a few days <laughs> love it absolutely love it um but uh something else that you talked about in that scott golden interview um i had asked the question about if anybody uh your age Annalie, plays pickleball and you guys were talking about how like most people your age, like don't even seem to know about it where you're from. Has anything changed in the past year? Do you, would you say there are more so, people your age that are into it now? One I'm of the sure. girls from my soccer team went to the villages to visit her grandparents and she played pickleball and she came back and she was like, I give you credit now. It's harder than it looks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, um, we actually just got back from uh, Doylestown, Pennsylvania, where we did a few days of clinics. And we did a kids like demo day and there were a ton of kids and they were given the choice of hanging out and playing pickleball. Sorry, I just pressed the button. Um, they were given a choice of hanging out and playing pickleball or going to have a pool party. And Anna Lee and I were like, oh dear, uh oh, this is uh -oh, going to be bad. They're all going to go to the pool party. <laughs> And we were shocked because they had to turn like eighty to ninety percent of the kids wanted to stay and play pickleball, and they actually had oh, to wow. turn some kids away because there were so many that um, that wanted to stay and play. So that was nice. really really cool. Yeah, because these were kids like seven to like fourteen or something like that, and 
and they all wanted to stay and play pickleball and you know just just being members of a, a lot of groups and forums on on Facebook I mean there's so many junior um, pages now and so many kids getting involved um, and so many kids taking the lead to try to get other kids involved across the country and I, I think it's I think it's grown a lot for the juniors in the past year, which is exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. I love to see that. And that honestly was like the major driving force to us even starting to focus on pickleball on this channel uh, because we both, as soon as we played pickleball, we both got addicted immediately. Um, but mm -hmm. we also, it seemed like it was very, very heavily geared towards senior citizens. And I just, right. I couldn't understand why, because I mean, I get why it's popular with them because you don't have to move around nearly as much as tennis. But when you get to that competitive level, I mean, it's, it's very strenuous. I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be in good shape to, to play at the competitive level. Absolutely. Especially since the days are so long. I mean, the tournaments are getting, the draws are getting larger and larger and you know, matches you start, are longer. Yeah. Longer. I mean, the matches aren't easy anymore. It's not like you have an easy first round or anything. Everybody's really good. And so, I mean, yeah, your endurance is definitely really important. I get killed oh, in soccer sure. practice, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, I got to tell but... you, no, I was going to say, uh, like, Annalie, I, I really do think that you have played a huge role in the fact that there are so many younger people wanting to play because, I mean, you guys, you've made headlines. Um, people see that a, a young girl like yourself, you were only 11 last year at the time that you were making headlines. Um, it just goes to show that like you can be young and just have, you can already have a, a career if you want to in pickleball at a very young age, if you really get serious about Thank it. You. And I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so fun. Like, why wouldn't you want to play? Like, I keep telling my friends, they're like, yeah, I want to go out and play with you sometime. So, I mean, it's not like they're not interested in it. Yeah, it's, it's just getting it's them just out getting there. getting them out that's, there. That's the thing, it's getting them out there to get some experience and um, introduce the sport to them. And I think they'll be hooked like everyone else. When they first, <laughs> like, after the first week, I want to go out and play more. Nice. Um, so, one thing I like to ask people on the show is um, do you do either of you struggle with nerves before a tournament, or, or are you beyond that point now? And if you do or did, what advice do you have to help overcome them? So I get nervous, like before I go to a match, I get nervous. My hands sweat a little bit, and I'm anxious, you know. But once I step out on the court, my nerves kind of fade away slowly. But I have a couple like quirks and stuff that I do. My mom tells me, watch the ball and move your feet are the most important things when you get nervous. But some things that help me is like tightening my hair, like right before the person serves. Or, um, what's the other one that I have? Oh, yeah. I have to make sure the visor tag is like in my visor before I can serve or like return <laughs> a shot. I have like a couple like weird stuff that I do. Things that you do to try to take your mind off of being nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, um, I get, I get a little bit nervous usually before the first match of a tournament, and then once that match is over, I kind of just settle in. Um, but yeah, Annalie is right. What I tell her is, and that's what I tell people that uh, take clinics or lessons from me as well, is if you're nervous, you know, make yourself see the ball on every shot. Make yourself move your feet because obviously when you get nervous, your whole body kind of tightens up and 
um, you know, you're not bending your knees, you're not moving. Um, so just watching the ball, moving your feet automatically makes you do two of the most important things uh, that you need to do on the pickleball court and gives you a little bit more confidence as you make those balls to kind of get over your nerves. But a little bit of nerves, I think, are, is a good thing. Um, kind of gives you that energy to 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 want to win the match, I think. If you aren't nervous, then something's wrong, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I definitely excel at uh, having a lot of nerves before a tournament, too. So, <laughs> But I, yeah, I, I definitely appreciate it. I always love hearing what what pro players say about that because that's uh, it's fascinating to me and that's it's something I definitely still struggle with lately. It's it's gotten easier, um, but but Lee, I agree with you that once that first game is done, it's usually fine after that. But before right, that first right. game, man, I I am sweating first bullets. Game's tough. And uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Another thing is like you know everybody now that if you play tournaments or you or you watch you know the YouTube videos or the Facebook videos, you know you start to know a lot of the pickleball players and. Then when you meet them in a tournament, you get nerves like, oh, this I'm playing so-and-so, you know, and then you end up playing the name instead of just playing your game. So I would say, you know, when you're when you come up against a good team, just really focus on your own game, focus on the ball and try to forget about who you're playing because you can uh, you can lose a match pretty easily just by being intimidated and, and never really play your game at all. So that's the other thing I think try to focus on your game instead of your opponent. All right. Yeah. Great. Uh, great advice there. Um, so do, do you guys each have a particular medal or victory that stands out as like the, your favorite so far, so far, or the, like the most meaningful? Oh, that's tough. Maybe the one when we beat Simone at the Florida Grand Slam that one because it was like our breakthrough yeah, kind like of breakthrough like our team. our breakthrough that one that was a pretty that was pretty awesome your nationals was pretty oh awesome. nationals yeah Catherine uh nationals 2018 I played age with Catherine Parentau um and we played Lucy and Irina we fought through the back draw and won the game to 15 against them. Um, and it was a night match under the lights. We had a really good crowd. Um, the atmosphere was amazing and it was a great match. So I'll, I'll definitely always remember that one, that one as well. Nice. Uh, so Eddie, what do we got going on on the social media? We actually have a question here from our friend, John Germstead. And he says, AL, have you played with Jack Monroe uh, from Simi Valley, California, he formerly was the youngest 5-0 player in the country. I played against him twice, and I met him first at Nationals, but I've never played like on the same side as him. They've never played together, together. but they've played against each other in juniors mix last year at and, Nationals. Yeah, twice. No, three times if we got the game to 15. Okay. Yeah, so three times. Right. So that was another one where you and William lost to him and Rachel, and Rachel in, in the, the main, main draw. draw. And then beat them twice in the finals. finals. Cool. He's a All great right. player. Yeah. Great player, for sure. He switches hands, right, yeah. if I remember? Yeah. You got to admire people that can do that. That, that I, I, know, I don't know how crazy. people can do that. I don't know how. I yeah. don't either. I don't know yeah. how you have time. Like, the points right. are so fast. Like, how you can switch <laughs> hands like that. 
Right. Well, that reminds me that uh, Ben Johns challenged Eddie and I to a two versus one match, and he was going to play left-handed. And uh, but then we find out that he uh, he's a solid four point five player <laughs> left-handed too. So, <laughs> yeah. so Annalie well, and I played Ben Johns. <laughs> <laughs> two Tahoe. against one. Two against one About last a year. year ago. I it don't think exactly, we won a point. It was exactly a year ago, and I don't think we won a point. I and think he would have been better off with someone on the same side as him. <laughs> we would have had someone to hit, too. <laughs> well, well so there's that's, Ben. Oh, wait, no, he's over here now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we heard. Uh, like Right before our Kyle match, uh, our match against Kyle, people were telling us, you know, it's like, it's it sounds like you guys have an advantage doing two versus one, but to be honest, when you're at the level that Kyle's at, like it's it's actually easier to play by yourself because you don't have to rely on a partner. There's never <laughs> never that time, else. never that time where you have to like. There's the chance like, or if it goes down the middle, that neither one of you know who's right. got the ball and stuff like that. So right, right, it made right. a lot of sense. And then I started to dread the match that we were about to play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it does it. It definitely made it more tough. challenging. Yeah, it's crazy how they can yeah. play two on one against two. You know. Two people and just, wa- wa- just have their way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at nationals, speaking of Ben, at nationals this past year there was a ping pong table in the in the pro locker room. Oh gosh! And Ben was beating Anna Lee at ping pong with his, and cell he was phone. using a cell phone as a <laughs> We also heard that he was a champion by using a spatula when he. He also it. told us he's won using a spatula and a spoon. Yeah. No way. So, wow. Multi-talented the ping pong. That would yes. be I got to see that. I want to see some I want to yeah. see him play with a spoon and beat somebody. I don't I, Did you guys witness that? I don't think I believe that one. <laughs> we didn't see the spoon. We just witnessed the cell phone and that was okay. <laughs> That was real. Yeah. That was definitely real. <laughs> All right, well, Ben, if you're watching, I challenge you to a game of ping pong where you use a spoon and I'll use a ping pong paddle. <laughs> yeah. Let's make that happen. <laughs> that might level the playing field a little bit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, just a couple more comments here on uh, on Facebook. Just real quick comments. Scott Golden says, "I love the Water Sisters and the whole family." <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Thank you. Gotta love Scott Golden. Uh, and then Julie Scott, I liked Al and Kyle Gold at U.S. Open. Yeah, yeah that's that right. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Annalie got to play with uh, Kyle. At the U.S. Open this past year in the age, and they got gold. So that was pretty darn cool, I'd say, yeah. to be 12 and get to play with Kyle Yates at the U.S. Open. Yeah. Yeah, that must have been quite the experience, that's for sure. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, and then one more from Julie Scott. She says, true spoon at Royal Oak, <laughs> oh. Michigan. So yeah, I we told you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Sounds like Royal it's Oak, true. Michigan, that's that's hey. close to where I'm at too. Kyle's man, a, gotta... um Kyle's a heck of a ping pong player too, but we've only ever seen him use a paddle. So yeah. <laughs> we don't know how talented he really is. <laughs> we don't know what uh what kind of uh things he might have up his sleeve too. <laughs> All right, well even even though Julie can uh, confirm that that Ben did win using a spoon. The, the challenge still stands, Ben. So I challenge you to a game of ping pong where you use a spoon and I use a paddle. So put that on the record there. <laughs> um, so another thing that we love to do on this show 
is uh, reveal information that our research team has discovered about our guests. I mean, we we probably have the best research team in all of pickleball podcasting. So hopefully, I don't embarrass you guys with the information that I'm about to reveal here. Uh, you can confirm or deny whether this stuff is true. Um, <laughs> so one thing that our crack team of uh, researchers told me is Annalie, you are obsessed with roller coasters. Is that true? Woo! I love roller coasters. Anywhere we go, I'm like, Mom, there's a roller coaster. Oh, can we go next time, Mom? Yeah, tell them where you just went. We just went to Dorney Park when we were up there, and it was awesome. They had like 10 roller coasters there, and it was awesome. I was in Pennsylvania yeah. when we just, where we just were. And then the Universal, there's a red roller coaster that goes like straight up and then straight down and goes all this stuff. And mom had to walk away and go do something. She's yeah, like, I, I can't, can't watch, watch it. it. <laughs> I can't watch it. So what would you say is your favorite roller coaster you've ever been on and, and where, what park was it? That's a tough one. It's either, it's between the one at universal and then there's this one at Dorney park. It's, it's yellow and it goes straight up and then you go straight right around and then you curve up and then you go straight back. What's that one called? Possessed. Oh. Possessed. So Possessed oh, and Rock and Red Roller Coaster. Rock and Red Roller Coaster Those at Universal. Nice. I don't go on Very any. nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Lee, I've got one for you. Is it true that you used to own and design a clothing line? Yes, that is very true. Um, when we lived in North Carolina, I had a clothing line for about know, five years. Um, and it was, it was extremely hard work, but I learned a lot um, about, you know, what goes into manufacturing and designing and um, have a lot of clothes from, <laughs> from those years. But um but yeah, it's it's really tough manufacturing wise because everything's moved over mostly um, to Asia, and if you don't speak Chinese or have a quality control person over there, it's it's really difficult. So that was that was why I I ended the clothing line is the manufacturing just got too hard and too expensive to keep it in the U.S., which is a shame. But um, but yeah, true fact. All right, very nice. Um. I uh, just got a couple more for you. Um, one of the things that uh, I heard is that you guys have a bull mastiff. Is that true? Yes. Maggie's <laughs> not in here right now. She's probably sleeping. Yeah, her <laughs> name is Maggie, and she's almost eight. She turns eight in Thanksgiving. Turn Turns eight in Thanksgiving, and she's our, our big baby. She's like 125 pounds. Her mom was too. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow she's so sweet though yeah. she's like a she's just a big baby. we call her the gentle giant yeah <laughs> that's awesome all right and the last thing and the thing that i found most interesting and i'm not so sure i believe it so i'll need i'll need you guys to confirm this is it true that you guys own a pig farm yes really so <laughs> So when we lived, so we lived in North Carolina for about eight years. That's where Anna Lee grew up, and we lived in an agricultural um, town. It's a farming town. It's about an hour from Raleigh. Called and, Clinton. Yep, called Clinton. And um, my husband's family is in the the hog business. So my husband was the farm manager of about four farms, 
Um, and chickens. They had chickens. And chickens, too. yep. But um, we grow for, for Smithfield food. So if you go to the grocery store and buy some Smithfield bacon, it might have come from from one of the farms. But um, not, obviously now we don't live in North Carolina, but we still have interest in, in the farm. And Stephen's family, my husband's family, still still has farms there. So, yes, hog farmers, row crop um, farmers, chicken farmers. We've We've done it all just about. <laughs> Nice. Awesome. Very interesting stuff. Thanks for confirming that, uh, that our research team <laughs> did a good job and uh, gave us the facts. So that's always good. Yeah, to find out. you guys are good. You, you guys <laughs> dig deep. You find all the, all the secrets. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this, this oh, has been oh, such an awesome night. Thing, oh, yeah, go ahead. Hold on. Let me just say one interesting yeah. thing about where we lived in Clinton is that we were within a few minutes of Mount Olive Pickles. <laughs> and um, every, almost every tournament that we go to, like any VIP section that we go to, they've got a huge jar of the Mount Olive Pickles. And we're like, what? We used to live right there. And nice. so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that's very fitting. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, seriously, both of you, we cannot thank you enough. This has been such a fun night. Uh, it's been It's been great hanging out with you guys. Is there... Uh, any way, uh, anything you guys want to tell everybody that's that's watching or listening, the best way to for people to keep track of what you're doing and what you guys are up to or anything like that? Yeah, sure. So you can follow us on our Facebook page, which is Lee, Lee and Anna, Anna Lee Waters, Waters Pickleball Pros. Yes. And I'm trying to, so I just sort of recently opened our, our Instagram page and I'm learning how to use it, but what is it's lee waters pickleball pro but annalee and i are both using that um for right now so check us out on instagram for sure and um do you want to tell them about our newest thing oh we're gonna do that right now sure okay so we have a website that's called ripitpickleball.com and on there is our latest tournaments what we like the medals maybe we got in the tournaments how pictures we from pictures. from tournaments um uh, ways to follow our clinics, um, just sort of our bios and, and, and our Tournament fun schedule. facts and rip it pickleball kind of came about because, uh, our favorite thing to do is rip it. And <laughs> people started just yelling out to us when we're playing rip, rip it, it, rip it, including Jay Gordon, <laughs> who, who we, we, who claims that um, that he is our coach, right? And Kyle Yates, Kyle Yates is coach, right? Yes. <laughs> no, but Jay did help us get into pickleball, and uh, so so hashtag rip it. You'll find that on a lot of our posts, and uh, so we just thought it was kind of fitting for us. So yeah, you can follow us at ripitpickleball.com, Facebook and Instagram, and um, we love to hear from everybody. So we hope everybody will check check us out. Very nice. Well, uh, this has been awesome. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. I uh, cannot thank you enough. Uh, thanks again, Anna Lee, for contributing to the new song, Pickleball for Life. And uh, you'll, soon you'll be able to find it in uh, downloadable audio music stores near you. Or whatever <laughs> you <want. laughs> awesome. We can't wait. <laughs> we can't wait to own a copy. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks oh, for man, having was, us. We, uh, we yeah, really this, appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you guys hopefully at a tournament soon. Oh, yeah, for sure. You have not seen the last of Eddie and Webby in the uh, the big time tournaments. One That's of right. these days we'll be uh, in the pro division of nationals. You just wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> we look forward to it. Awesome. All right. Well, have a good night. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Bye, everybody. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Man, man, another awesome, awesome show. Great guests. I, I still can't get over the fact that we get guests like this. I mean, how awesome is this? Yeah, I totally agree, man. I mean, it, it was incredible to be able to have them on. Uh, I, I think it's so cool, too, how you can see that they're they're good friends, too. And to be able to play together professionally as well, like, man, the whole thing, it's just it's uh, they're they're incredible people, and it was so cool to be able to have them on. What a, what an honor to, to you know to have them on the podcast. Oh yeah, for sure. And just like talk about amazing ambassadors for the sport. I mean they they show that it can be a great family experience. Uh, the, uh, they're a great mother and daughter duo that have great success. Uh, Anna Lee is definitely helping bring in uh, a younger generation to this sport, which is what I love to see because without. The younger people getting involved, I mean, this sport isn't going to grow. We need the younger people involved. And, uh, and yeah, just what, what they're doing is awesome for the sport, and I can't wait to see what they do next. That's right. Great interview. Good job, Webby. That was a lot of fun. To, uh, I had a great time over here in social media, man. A lot of good stuff coming in, and that was, uh, that was really cool to see as well. Oh, yeah. I saw like tons of comments coming in. That was a great interaction tonight. Thanks, everybody, yeah. for that. Yeah. Well, we're not ready to wrap this show up just yet. Uh, as you guys know, we have been working with Tony from Into Pickle, uh, trying to get tips and tricks out there for, uh, you know, for everyone, share with the world. And although it's focused around me in Project 4.0, trying to become a benchmark 4.0 player, we're hoping that the content and the advice that he's helping me with applies to more than just me. Uh, and so we recently did another video based on some of the videos I sent him from the Beer City Open. And uh, Webby, what do you say I just go ahead and play it? I think that sounds great. I would love to see it. All right. Here we go. Well, we are back with another edition of Pickleball Tips here. And once again, we have my good buddy Tony from Into Pickle. Tony, what's going on, man? What's up, Eddie? How you doing, brother? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I got to tell you, though, I'm loving all these tips that you're giving me in Project 4.0, starting to put them together. Things are falling into place. Uh, but it's almost like every time I, I improve in one area, it exposes another area to improve in, which I guess is kind of part of the pickleball journey. That is pickleball, Eddie. I remember when I first started playing, I, I tend to be an aggressive player. You know, I'm a, I came from tennis, so I tend to look for spots where I can just, you know, find a rip the ball or whatever. And, you know, at some point it, it, it worked, but then you, know, you go to a tournament and someone exposes you for this and you're like, man, son, I got to figure that out, you know? And so, yeah, everything in pickleball is just, you fix one thing and the next, you know, you got another thing to fix, another thing to fix. And otherwise it'd be boring, I guess, you know? Uh, I'm loving the journey for sure. A couple of things we started off with in this project with me was foundation, moving with the point uh, and minimizing my backswing. Definitely areas that I'm still catching myself in needing to improve, but I feel like I'm on a path to success with that. Thanks to you. Movement on the court or position on the court is the most important thing. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day on the courts about that, that you can have the best swing. You can have the most 
you know, the perfect swing. You have a, a wonderful mechanical swing, but you're standing in the wrong place. Swing doesn't do you any good. I'd rather have somebody who has a 75% swing, but isn't the right spot to hit the ball, right? Well, as you know, we just had Anna Lee Waters and Lee Waters on, and obviously they've brought a little bit of a different element to the game. When you look at Lee and Anna Lee and, and what they've done in terms of how they approach the game, uh, they approach the game a lot more aggressively than some of the other players have. Uh, you know, if you look at a lot of the other top players like Lucy and Arena and Simone, they can hit the ball. They can, they can, you know, the, what do they say? They can take the, the the leather off the ball or the skin off the ball. You know, I mean, when they hit it, they can hit it hard. But Lee and Anna Lee actually, that's like their first um, instinct is to be aggressive with the shot uh, and uh, to to go you know hard at the at the other team and then see if that works. If that works, that's what you're getting the entire match. Uh, if you can counter it uh, and soften the game up then Lee and Lee are, are good enough players that they can also they can also play the soft game with you, uh, but they're looking for any little opening just to you know throw that ball at you. So it's, a, it's an interesting strategy, and the strategy's been successful for them. I mean, they, they did uh, beat Simone and Corinne in a tournament not too long ago, so, and that was uh, you know, pretty big news. Absolutely, and I definitely find that it might be indicative of a change that's happening to the game where – People are finding a little bit more opportunities to speed the ball up, doing that low to high shot and driving it, uh, which kind of brings me to the next area of opportunity that you found in my game, and that had to do a little bit with my grip. Yeah, you sent me uh, the footage of the match that you played up at Beer City. What I'm looking for when I'm looking at, at the videos, I'm looking for repeat sort of situations, right? So I'm not trying to find like a outlier situation where maybe something weird happened and uh, and you know maybe you know you weren't in the right spot one time. Well, big deal, right? But if I see something that 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 I see being a, a repetitive problem for you, then that's what I try and hone in on and say, okay, why don't we focus on this thing next? And what I noticed in that match was the way that that you're gripping the paddle, which is uh, it's, an, it's an over grip. I called it whack a mole in, in one of my videos uh, because remember that game where you you just yeah. whack those moles as, as they keep on coming up. So instead of holding the paddle like continental grip, which would look like this, you're holding the paddle more. A little more over like this. When you hold your arm out with this grip, the paddle is is basically almost uh, parallel to the ground, as opposed to a continental grip. That when you hold it out, the paddle is 90 90 degrees to the ground. When you hold the paddle in that position, so when you hold it in the whack a mole, so when you bring the backhand, when you bring it up like this, what happens is the paddle basically remains um, the paddle remains like this, so it remains up, cut up up like this. I think you see it like that. So open like this. And what ends up happening is those hard balls will end up popping up. And then now the next shot you get is going to be a slam down. So it, basically you're forced into pop-ups because of the grip, not because of anything you did wrong. Your paddle was in the ready position. You tracked the ball properly. You took the paddle out to the ball well. But because of your grip, that paddle is going to be a little bit open. Well, the last couple of times I played and uh, drilled, I've been trying out the uh, the new grip. And I got to tell you, it's it's kind of like relearning the game a little bit. There's been some frustrating times, but I can definitely see already how it's going to kind of get me to that next level in the game and really help me hone in my skills at the line, defending against that hard ball and making sure that I'm not just giving my opponents an opportunity to pop one at me, put it straight up in the air, you know, guaranteed put away shot against me. Right. Like we talked about, I mean, a lot of times when you're making, especially this kind of change uh, is it can be painful because it's not like, for instance, on court positioning, you know, telling you to move a little to your left, a little to your right doesn't fundamentally alter your strokes or your game. Mm -hmm. But when you start messing with your grip, 
you know, you've been playing for how long you've been playing for, and you, you, you're, you're a confident player. In other words, you can go out on the court, any court, and, and compete and be out there and play and, and, and you know, enjoy the game. And, and as I mentioned to you, this is sort of sucked, right, because you, you, now you're changing your grip, and it's not going to be fun for a little bit. You know, as you change it, you're going to be terrible. You know, you're going to just be like, this feels really weird. You know, the, the, the payday is, you know, maybe two, three months down the road when now it's more comfortable for you. Uh, and now the first time that someone rips a ball up at your left shoulder and you're like, boom, I got this. Wow, that's awesome. Well, that's the hope. I'm hoping that all this hard work will definitely pay off with that. And, you know, one thing I do want to point out is sometimes these things are tough and frustrating. But at the end of the day, it's all about the journey that I'm absolutely loving. And I can't thank you enough, Tony, for helping me in this journey to become a benchmark 4.0 player. My pleasure, Eddie. I'd love to see you on the journey, too. And, you know, we all have our paths to follow. And uh, hopefully I can help you. You know, every, every little bit I can help you, I'll be glad to do it. Great, man. Well, speaking of paths, do you have anything uh, exciting coming up in your world here? Jill, my wife, uh, had asked me what I wanted to do for my 50th. Uh, we're, we try and do stuff outside of pickleball, but have a little bit of pickleball involved. When we traveled to Europe in the past, we've enjoyed ourselves. So we started looking at that, and we saw that there was there's actually three tournaments, three weekends in a row. So there's uh, the English Open, end of August, and then there's the um, French Open, which is, uh, I think, the first week in September, and then the Spanish Open is the, the weekend after that. We're not going to make the Spanish this year, but we'll hit the English and the French, so we're kind of pumped about that. It's for my 50th. So. Uh, and the French Open, actually, uh, your uh, uh, nemesis, Kyle Yates, is going to be there. So I haven't yet been able to find a, a partner uh, for the French tournament. Hopefully I'll get somebody to play because I'd like to be able to play against Kyle, but it should be uh, fun nonetheless. Well, thanks again, Tony. If you guys haven't checked out Into Pickle, make sure you check it out. Uh, a lot of great content on the channel. I'm constantly watching it to help improve my game, and I would recommend you guys do the same. Thank you, Eddie. Well, there you go. Some great tips that I hope you guys can all learn from. But Webby, I got to tell you, man, uh, I feel like I had to go back and relearn everything about my swing when I changed my grip. And it, it got it got to me. It got really frustrating. Oh, I bet. And I, I know what you're going through because when I did the training with DJ Howard, he also told me to, to change up my grip. And uh, it definitely, uh, definitely felt very weird at first. But I absolutely noticed a big difference in my consistency, my accuracy. Um, but I'm not going to lie. It still still feels a little weird to me. I'm not, I haven't uh, fully committed to it yet because I, I find myself like kind of going back and forth between the, the continental grip and what I used to do. Um, but when I do stick to it, it works. I just it, Because it doesn't feel natural yet, I, I see what you're saying. Like definitely, definitely feels weird and feels like you got to relearn it. Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, it's pretty cool that Tony's going to be heading to Europe with uh, Jill, his wife, and uh, I'm excited to. Uh, I'm excited that they're do they're doing all these. You know, the Spanish Open, the French Open. Uh, I know they had the German Open recently. Like it's this is this is awesome that you know so many people are getting involved across the pond, as they say, right? Yes, I love it. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, and. Uh, yeah, I just I love seeing pickle all spread, and uh, it's just going to keep getting better. I feel more That's and right. more as we go. Mm -hmm. Yes, kind of like this podcast because that was number forty-seven. And do we have anything else we want to talk about on the podcast here, Webby? Uh, no, we covered some great stuff. Um, if I seem a little distracted, I apologize. Uh, on one of my monitors, I am watching the No Smoke Pickleball Show, Ooh. which is actually going on as we speak. Nice. Um, 
I will definitely be going back to watch that from the beginning after we finish our podcast. Um, but our night is not through. Once the show ends, isn't something else happening? Yeah, that's right. We're going to be jumping right into dinking around with Eddie and Webby. Uh, and it's a unscripted, raw, PG-13 type of oh, uh, program, man. if you can believe that. Yes. No uh, way. So don't go anywhere after we take this show down. We're going to be coming right back up with that. Very excited. Uh, we have a lot of stuff we want to be able to talk about with you. Our our loyal Eddie and Webby viewers, we love you guys. And uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. This was episode 47, which means there are 47 of you out there watching still right now. And guess what? What? We, we love you guys. Uh, That's right. We do. Yes. And on that note, I'm Eddie. And until next time, this is Webby, not Eddie, signing off. So yeah.